0: Blog Talk Radio Music and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration education and celebration of high frequency living worldwide I'm Mari and happy Tuesday we are now at the end of Mercury in retrograde today Mercury in retrograde stops. Mercury stops retrograding and goes direct and um, the rule of thumb is always to um, focus uh, continue to sort of Proceed with caution for three days before, um, three days before Mercury retrograde, and three days after. So, um, and they also have this thing called the shadow, so that that lasts until the end of the month. But uh, you can get back on the saddle now and and start moving forward, and and it will feel each day will feel a little bit better. Uh, we also had a huge super full moon, and uh, so now we're in a waning moon. And what a waning moon is is when you get less and less moonlight each night and we go down to the dark moon to the new moon. So generally during that waning time it's a it's not quite it's not anywhere near as dramatic as a Mercury in retrograde, but it is a time of pulling back. It's like the tide goes out. So if you're trying to manifest things or acquire new things, um, you might have a little bit of a slower time than if you would during a waxing moon when the tide is coming in and that's when um, we have the new moon getting bigger each night to the full moon. So um, we just finished that process. We're in a waning moon. We're just finishing up working retrograde. So if you're feeling tired, um, you're feeling a little, you know, listless or whatever, don't worry. It'll start to feel feel better. Um, of course, then we have that's, – that's the normal times when we don't have all the other crazy going on, right? So uh, I wanted to uh, talk today – about how to keep calm within the crazy with the help of your 5D abilities. And I know for myself and for my students in our 5D academy, we have, they're so well prepared to handle all of this and, um, you know, very energetically sensitive and, and most are getting quite fluent in their energetic, you know, abilities, especially the energetic communication abilities. And everyone is feeling... The push and the pull of the intensity of everything that's going on, so I wanted to talk today about um what how you know some of the tips that i I give them uh in our advanced classes and in our, our you know our mastermind I have a year long mastermind and I have uh, you know um, some shorter courses as well and and them on a weekly basis with all this stuff um There is a tremendous amount going on. If you didn't hear our show on the Energetic State of the Union, you might want to listen to that. That was the first one I did this year. Um, But, you know, it all is evolving, and so much has happened even since I recorded that show a few weeks ago. Probably about a month ago now. So I want to go over today some of the things that you can do to take care of yourself because it is volatile. Um, We are in a time of extraordinary Uh, change and transformation there's so many stories going on about why this is happening and you know what's happening and the religious people are saying it's the end of the world and the you know some people are saying it's all a hoax and other people are saying you know are hysterical chicken little and um, you know hoarding everything and whatnot so I wanted to talk about um, how to manage everything going around on around you. You know, and how to prioritize where to put your energy and where to put your focus. You know, when you're fluent in the language of your higher self and uh, and when you when you know how to literally have that direct two way conversation with your higher self, your higher self is always going to keep you safe. It's always going to have download of information that you need, whether it's to stock up on stuff or to ignore the whole thing or you know, which supplement to get or what your body needs today or whether you should go to that event or take that flight, um, you know, how is work going to be, should you hoard money, all those types of things that everybody's so worried about. Uh, your higher self has so many messages for you on that. And when you're fluent in that language, uh, it, it life gets a whole lot easier, especially in times of, you know, crisis where, where we're kind of at now. Um, and then, of course, on top of that, we have all the election stuff going on, and and there's so much infighting. I, I as I look on Facebook, it's like a, a sewer. You know, it's insane how much is um, is going on, and you know, it's few and far between to see all the the old goat videos and cat videos, and <laughs> it's so much more loaded with all kinds of in, in pretty pretty intense stuff and uh, and constant impromptu. Meetings with uh, governors and mayors, and you know, panic. Don't panic. Ignore it. You know, what, cruise ships, all that stuff. So, with all of that going on, how can you, um, if if you don't have those fluency skills yet, and you don't have, um, you know, the 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 um, education, how do you how do you manage? You know, how can you use? You know, you, you need to go beyond basic common sense and have energetic sense right because right now basic common sense can mean a lot of things to a lot of people (laughs) and logic is kind of not there because when you have very minimal leadership it's hard to have that sort of defined rightness versus defined wrongness and that's what logic leans into logic leans into what's the truth versus what is false and when you're talking about frequency true and false is really created by what you choose to focus on right so if you don't know that if you don't know about frequency and energy and you start to lean into logic and you lean into logic during time of absolute and and stunning levels of chaos um you're you're kind of lost, you know, and I think that's where everybody's landing. So then everybody's going in all different directions because nobody's saying this is right, this is wrong, um, and everybody's pointing fingers at each other. And one of the reasons why is because the old systems of the way – when people say it's the end times, it's not the end, end of the world. It's the end of the old constructs that used to run the world. That, there's no question about that. They're blowing up every which direction, you know, and um, and so – there's some new energies that are now going to be governing, like the energy of compassion and the energy of love and the, the wisdom of knowing that we're all interconnected. This whole virus thing is really um, from a channel's perspective, really about teaching everyone that we're all connected. You know, yeah, it's rhetorical. People say it rhetorically, but they don't really believe it because they're not like holding hands with every person in the country, but, or in around the world. But, well, this, this disease is bringing it bringing it to the surface that you can be in the vicinity of someone and con- contracting something. Now, of course, it's coming in from a negative perspective because when things come in from a positive perspective, the whole you, we're all connected conversation has been going on for a very long time and a good chunk of people couldn't care less about it because as long as they have their money and their their families and whatever and their own agenda, they don't really care. And so Sometimes the negative stuff has to come up so people will kind of be jolted into empathy. And what we're dealing with now is taking entire civilization, the entire human race, and we're upgrading it. So during that upgrade, there's certain things that must come to you know the whole new set of marching orders that are being instated from a frequency-based perspective. And that one of those is interconnectedness. Um, there's the other, is compassion, and there's love, and there's all different things, and I won't get into that on the on radio on the radio show. We talk a lot about that in the academy, but we're not going to go deep into that here because I want to give you some some basic things that you can do right now, um, and uh, you know, sort of proceed. Um, but that is, it, it's, I can say this is once we have 51% of the masses. Getting the message, then the need to have the scenario goes away. So what you will see is you know as as people recognize and they come, they slow down and they realize, wait a second, uh, yeah, there's something bigger here. There's something we need to turn more to something that maybe not as logical here. We need to reach into the unknown, which is where your frequency resides. When we get 51% of those people on that, then the need for a massive pandemic is no longer needed because that is forcing everyone to interact with each other. All the governments to connect start to connect because people are suffering and because all the governments are realizing we're all interdependent on each other in a myriad of ways, whether it's you know, people hoarding toilet paper because they think toilet paper is made in China and China is shutting down. And well, what if there's no toilet paper? So people are buying hundreds and hundreds of rolls of toilet paper. You know, all kinds of crazy things are going on. So, you know, but how do you go from, you know, then you have the people like, oh, there's not, it's nothing, and oh, why aren't they talking about, you know, the flu on the media? Like they are, you know, this virus and they're getting overtime in, in the media and all that. That's wrong too, right? So, um, how do you how do you discern? How do you have discernment? So there's there's logical discernment, right? There's you know uh, cross referencing things and getting second and third and fourth and fifth opinions and all of that. But that's primitive. That's only based on three D. And if you're not fluent in that five D abilities, you will automatically default to that logic. And the logic is not finding its footing in this current transitional, transformational environment. So it is extremely important that you give your 3D some 5D assistance because it needs it. Remember, your 3D abilities are only meant to handle 20% of your life. Your 5D abilities that everybody was born with are meant to handle 80% of your decisions and of of how you run your life. And And now it's about sensitizing. So when we talk about uh, when I teach my students, my clients, about um, anxiety management and how to manage during difficult times or how to evaluate, we always talk about the 5D perspective and then the 3D perspective. And when you're looking at any problem that you might have, you want to look at it from what I call the four quadrants. So you want to look at the the physical Portion of it, the mental portion of it, the emotional portion of it, and the energetic portion of it. The mental and the physical are really the 3D. It's the physical physicality of, of how that problem is, is is presenting itself. The emotional and the frequency based um, are the 5D. And emotions are interesting because they're the transfer point. They're the part that actually exists on both sides of the veil. Your emotions exist in the physical sense, but they also exist in the energetic sense because your emotions are the magnetic energy that confirms how you'll experience something. So if you are going at the coronavirus, for instance, with intense levels of, of hysterical fear and you know, you're going at it from panic, and you're going at it from a sense of of doomsday, and you're looking at every worst case scenario, and you think about all the which ways from Sunday that you could get it, and you're overamped. You are now emotionally, your 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 thoughts always are the electrical signal out into the energetic field, what we call it, the energetic grid, that that your intention. So if your thoughts are um, scared, if your thoughts are pessimistic if your thoughts are we're doomed we're doomed we're doomed and you're sending the intention of showing you you're showing to send an attention on that energetic grid show me the mirror of being doomed because the grid is just going to reflect back what you sent and then if you that's the electrical it sends out the signal it also then is combined with the emotional the emotional is the magnetic emotional drives how you receive it back So if you're sending out these fearful, worst-case scenario thoughts out and then you're powering those thoughts up with hysteria, sadness, you know, uh, pessimism, negativity, all those heavy, heavy, um, you know, blame, fear, all of that out, you know, you're sending that out with your intentional thought, then what you're doing is you're magnetically, gluing the magnetic uh the emotions are the glue that brings the flavor back of what you sent out so you're going to get all more reason to be fearful and you're going to see way more things in your news feed on your social media channels about the demise of everything and how things all the worst case scenarios um coming back so this, you know, obviously works for when we talk about manifesting, we talk about this from a positive perspective. You know, you send out, I want my beautiful new house and I'm sending out with gratitude and, and knowing and high expectations and all that. And so the electrical is the intention of desiring this new beautiful sanctuary house and the emotions are the magnetic that flavor how you'll receive that um, that desire and so you're, you know, and, and what you're going to receive along with that desire. So a lot of people think, well, if I think the worst and I think the worst and I think the worst, then maybe it won't happen because I'm thinking the worst thing. If I've, I've thought of it. You know, only when I haven't thought of something does it happen. And so if I think the worst and I just, I get, you know, then I'm thinking the worst and preparing for the worst but hoping for the best. Hope is a word you take out of your vocabulary. Hope is so nebulous and it implies on an energetic perspective, it implies that there's the opposite. You want to have expect. Expectancy, knowing, you know, without a doubt, expectation, you know, and so, and that knowing, knowing is is part of the God self, it's part of that, that energetic engine that creates that knowing. If you are in a state of unknowingness, and I hope, but maybe it won't, maybe it will, then you're giving power to that negative emotion, and then you're sending chaos and confusion out into your field, and then chaos and confusion will reflect back to you. So um, without going, you know, too deep into all of this, I I, I want you to understand that you're, it's very important to manage your emotions right now. And it's very hard. Before you can manage your emotions, a lot of people say, okay, I'm just going to try to be happy, but I don't feel that way. Well, we're not trying to say configure happiness or force it. It's very hard to do that if you don't have the 3D pieces sort of in place as well. So that's why like I say you look at the four quadrant. Your The first thing you want to check is your physical. If you're having anxiety, you want to first check your check your physical faculties. Are you eating well? Are you well hydrated? Are you? Do you have the right supplements and nutrients? Are you? Um, is your environment conducive to being calm? Are you? You know, do you look around your house and it's totally chaotic? Do you list? Do you? Um, do you feel like you have uh, spaciousness around you, right? Because so, if you if you don't, let's say you're not eating well you're eating a lot of sugar and coffee and wine, oh, I need a couple drink of wine because, you know, all this stuff is going on. Yeah, it'll dull it for a minute, but it creates all kinds of physiology that registers to the mental mind as anxiety, but it's not. Like, you know, you'll create high blood sugar or you can create blood sugar, both of which can register in the body as feeling like you're having an anxiety attack. You know, the blood pressure goes, the adrenals go, the cortisol churns, you know, the adrenaline churns, the fight or flight hormones all come out all at once and you get these big secretions of that. And so your physicality, your physical body is sending out all of these alarms, you know, trying to get emotionally calm around a body that is undernourished, overamped, amped over-sugarized, over-alcoholized, you know, um, where you're, you've, you've been participating in escape behavior and then you have the physiological you know, blowback from all of that. It is very difficult to go to go and then, you know, put, you know, what is it, lipstick on a pig and try to say, okay, I'm now going to do a vision board. And, you know, while I drink my wine, smoke my pot, and drink my coffee and you know, terrorize myself, right? So it's very important. The first stop is to look at are you physiologically okay? I know when I feel anxious, I always look at, you know, okay, uh, how much caffeine have I had? Was my blood sugar low? Um, I've, I can't tell you how many times I was about to go down the plank to whatever, and I I realized, wow, you haven't eaten in three hours or five hours or whatever. Or you, you know, yeah, you know, I generally don't eat sugar, so if sometimes so if my body tells me I need it, I'll eat it. Generally, I don't. Um, but if let's say I I have gone to an event or something and I've kind of gone off my normal regimen. I notice that I get depressed, and I get, or I get anxious pretty soon after I've had that sugar. And generally, and then I start to get headachy and tired. And then I, you know, it's very easy to spiral out of control, um, thinking that there's something wrong energetically or mentally or emotionally when your physiology is having some sort of major response. I basically am having an allergic reaction, and my heart is telling me, you know, you basically are allergic to sugar. You're having an allergic reaction to it. So you have to, you know, manage that. And so I take that, take heed. And I channel with my higher self on a daily basis, several times a day. You know, not sitting writing pages and pages, but I know how to ask a question and get that answer. So I do. I get the download of the answer, and the, uh, sometimes I write it down, sometimes I record it, sometimes I just take it as, you know, having somebody sitting by my side saying, yeah, yeah, this. Oh no, wait. You know what? Why don't you do that instead of this? Or I, you know, I can converse back and forth without it being, a, you know, a project or a process or some big recipe or some big structure because it's integrated, right? It's a fluency. And just like, you know, I can pick up the phone and call one of my friends, I know how to pick up the energetic phone and ask my higher self and get an immediate answer. Or if I don't get an immediate answer, I know, okay, it's out there and, um, and it'll come up over the next 24 hours or so. This is, this is the way of your future. This is the way, you know, eventually this stuff will be taught in schools it will become, you know, full knowledge. We, because this whole time, when we get on the other side of all this crisis and we burst into, and we, we are, we're in a birthing process, we're in a hard labor of birthing into this new um, time, this new age, they called it, but, you know, I, I, this, new, this new time. Um, these tools are mandatory. These tools are not optional. They're not like, you know, a hobby. Oh, this is kind of fun, you know. I lost my job and I was thinking there's got to be more. So I started to play around on TV and YouTube and, oh, these things are so cool. I love this. this. is This cool, cool, obscure thing. No, it's going to be the way walking and talking and reading and writing is in our society because these tools are meant to be 80% of how we live, especially now that we have the energetic grid to support this and our bodies are waking up too you're going to see it's very interesting that we have a situation where there's such a crisis with this virus and and the contagions. but and you know and and it's set up think about it if you can think one step beyond you know just what's on the news it's setting itself up that you're hearing that you know 90 80 to 90 percent of the people recover fine um you know people who are older and they want a gateway out of here. It's a great gateway to get out of here if they want to get out um, and, and move on to their own, you know, to the other side. But the level of recover ability to recover is very direct proof that it's not meant to be the demise of the world. It's meant to awaken the world. It's meant to make everybody stop and think and connect to their bodies and recognize there must be something more. And if they're saying that there's a synthetic vaccine that can't come out before, you know, 18 months, and that's the chemical side of the world, the Western medicine side of the world, is not able to address this in its entirety other than testing and treating symptoms, then guess where everyone's turning to? They're turning to the holistic side. They're turning to... Um, homeopathic, and there's plenty of answers in, the, in those communities. There's there's vitamin C I, intra, intravenous that basically wash the system with you know internally, and a vitamin C infusions IVs, you get it in the IV form have been used for decades. I mean, I know um, when a friend of mine about back in two thousand five six. He was very, very sick. He had a three-inch blood clot in his neck, and he was was young. He was 27 at the time, and um, it could go to his brain or go to his heart. He was in the hospital for six weeks, and we got him through all of that. He was on Coumadin and all these blood thinners, and, you know, we said, okay, we'll get the – I said to him, get the diagnostics from the medical, you know, obviously the Western medicine, but we're going to get the cure from Eastern medicine. We're going to get the cure from a holistic place because the Western medicine was just holding him in, a, in purgatory. It was just, whole, you know, treating symptoms, not really fixing it. And he went to a Russian doctor, and she gave him vitamin C IVs. He was in this hospital with Western medicine, four shots, for six weeks. I know because I slept in the hospital with and him, he, and he didn't have health insurance either, so that was a problem. Um, I had to fight for him to get the right tests and whatnot. But anyway, he went to this Russian physician, and she gave him vitamin C IVs. I think he had, like, two bags of IV a week for two and a half, three weeks, and he was there was no blood clot. It completely dissolved. And he ended up going two weeks after that. Um, he was a dancer, and he went on So You Think You Can Dance, and he made it on the show and ended up being the final four, and so it goes. I mean, he launched his career after that. And off he went, never to relapse again. So I know it works. I know that vitamin C infusion works. And I know it works for a lot of things. And so, you know, now uh, today they announced from Singapore, I think it was, one of the Asian countries announced that they're officially saying that the vitamin C infusions work to cure this. Um, I saw that earlier today. And then there's also an HIV drug that's Um, supposedly being tested and tried. And that's, of course, readily available. So people are having to think out of the box, but think people are also turning to uh, a lot of alternative um, solutions. I know Young Living Oils has thieves. It's an essential oil that actually um, worked on the plague and leprosy and all kinds of things. And, you know, if you get yourself a bottle of that, you put it on the bottom of your feet, you put it on your hands, Um, you'd be amazed at how well protected you are. Now, I'm not saying you don't wash your hands, you don't follow the CDC or the protocols of the Western world. We are being drawn to solutions that go beyond basic logic, analytical ability, and the 3D um, perspective. And that's the birthing process, because if you're going to be a high-frequency being, then you need high-frequency means of taking care of yourself. And if you're going to have all full access to your high-frequency abilities, then those have to be managed and maintained in a certain way. And so all of this is, you know, kind of this head dunk into a new reality. And so, you know, so be open. Be open to exploring. And I think the big rub is that so many people are not. So many people are trying to, you know, just get us back to normalcy and get us back, back, back. When I assume they just want to go back to I just want to go back to X, Y, Z, that's where you, you start. That word back is not even possible because frequency isn't linear. So what you're saying is I want to solidify something that I experienced before. And that in and of itself is a kiss to death. What we're doing is we're throttling forward. So if if you're going to the, the, kind of the, the, the more appropriate or the r- real prayer is help us to land <laughs> on two feet as we, you know, press forward into our new, new way, our new way of being. What's my new toolkit? What's my new frequency-based toolkit? You know, how do I get fluent in these things? How do I get fluent not only in the abilities that I have born within me, but how do I get fluent in maintaining them? How do I get fluent in taking care of that? How do I get fluent in energetic hygiene? How do I take care of my energy the way I take care of my body? How do I make this 5D version of me a a, a high priority and get the wisdom that I need? You know, wisdom comes from experience, but you need need to start with knowledge. If you don't know, there's nowhere in your psyche, unless you've been taught, you know, how to get all this stuff without education. It's just like when you get on the planet, your parents take the first, you know, 20 years of your life to teach you all the different ways to navigate the world. And it starts off with some very basic things, like going to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, and walking and talking and reading and writing, and you know, and basic reasoning and how to keep yourself safe, right? And they They, they take a lot of time, all consuming, 24 hours a day. They're checking on you in the middle of the night to see you still breathing. You know, that's they, 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 they a tremendous amount of care and attention for a 3D life that's really only 20% of how we're living in this world. And so to take a little time out and get yourself fluent in your 5D abilities is an extraordinarily good investment of your time and energy. So with these four quadrants, we start off with the physical, and then we talk about, we look at it from a mental perspective. So first you're going to check to see if your body and your environment are conducive and stable. And then if they are, then you look at, so where am I at mentally with this particular situation? So if you're feeling overwhelmed, your mental, the mental quadrant is over overamped. And when I say overwhelmed, you can look around your house and if it's chaotic and, you know, you've got laundry piled up and papers piled up and your car is crazy and your house is crazy and, all you know, so you've got this mental, this kind of often silent mental stress because they have a tendency to numb out to it. Um, when I get clients on the calls with me and they say, "Oh, I'm so numbed out," or "I'm stressed out," or "I'm stuck," those are all words. Those are all catchphrases for for uh, mental overwhelm, right? And so they just lump it all into to one thing and say, "I'm stuck." Okay, well no one's going to get you unstuck. The way you get unstuck is to go and evaluate the various quadrants of your world to figure out, get clarity on, on what is really the culprit. Right? So, um, and then, and then that also so that stuckness is just because you've gotten jammed up in mental, emotional, and energetic. You've gotten jammed up in all four quadrants. So then people say I'm stuck. And then, you know and then the emotion from that comes you know they start to get depressed and whatnot so the mental is where you you know you look at the tasks the tasks that you have to do and whether they're done or not the mental is very masculine it's very task oriented okay mental and the physical very masculine very task oriented The emotional is more feminine and so is the energetic so you want to look if you have one of, a lot of times you can get some relief by taking care of your environment and organizing. This is why some people, when they get anxious, I had a friend, she gets really anxious. She starts cleaning and she cleans. Like, I mean, her house is always spotless because she's always stressed out. She's always cleaning. And it's this cycle, right? But it's this, this cleaning. Um, and it's kind of like I need to clean out my mental mind, my emotion, my, my frequency, but they don't know that that's what they're really doing. They just want cleaning feels concrete. It feels tangible. So they'll go and they'll you know overamp on cleaning. Now it's a great thing to do if you get to that. If you do it in your evaluation say, okay, physically I know I'm, my physiology is fine, I'm eating well, I'm well hydrated, I'm well rested, but I still feel anxious. Then go to the the mental frameworks and say, okay. What piles do I have? What's really bothering me? Is the button on my coat still falling off and I have to be stressed out about the button and I have to be stressed out about this pile and I have to step over that and I have to clean out the cat little box and I have to do da 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 I open the refrigerator and it's crazy and I go to the laundry room and it's crazy. Yeah, well, it's very hard to evaluate anything on a frequency-based level if your physical space is crazy. I'm not saying you have to be perfectionistic and that you can't get frequency-based solutions you know, if you have piles of stuff all over, there's plenty of energetically based people who have piles of stuff going on. But I will say that you want to evaluate that. And if it's giving you a tipping point, you're saying, you know, I think, you know, if I just clean off this pile on my desk, I'll feel that flow. I'll feel a sense of relief so then I can be open to the flow, then do it. Right? The fourth, the third quadrant is your emotion. So emotional is different than mental. Mental is more tasking and, um, and you know, that stack of tasks that's on your list. Your emotion is how you feel about it. So your emotion will, will be like, I'm sad, I'm happy, I'm ecstatic, I'm blissful, I'm cheerful, I'm melancholy, I'm depressed, I'm verklempt, you know, all <laughs> those types of things, right? So that's your emotion. From an energy perspective, your emotions are drivers of manifestation you know, it's mag- magnetic drivers, but from a 3D perspective, your emotions are how you feel. And the biggest how you feel, the most important one, is how you feel about you, about yourself. Because a lot of times we put a lot of emotion into other people because we're trying to get that emotion from somebody else, getting permission for that emotion back towards ourselves. So people are kind of over and trying to control their boyfriends, girlfriends, or whatever, and, you know, you make me feel this way. You make me feel that way. And they're kind of codependent on someone else emotionally. That's the recipe for disaster. So you need to look at that quadrant in and of itself and say, okay, am I emotionally independent? Am I driving my emotions? Am I choosing my emotions? Or am I letting all these circumstances choose for me? You know, Um and then we have the fifth the fourth quadrant, which is the energetic now the energetic is really everything and when you're but if you're not fluent in that then it just feels like this sidebar thing but if you are fluent in it like my my girls are in our academy, what you recognize is you start to when you when you get fluent in this stuff you start to look at the frequency first because you realize that however you're managing your energy is really what goes out onto the grid then gets a um, a mirrored reflection back, and then you can see, okay, uh, then you know, okay, how do I, now that I know what I'm doing energetically, then I can rearrange things on the mental, physical, and emotional level. So one of the, a good um, example of evaluating things energetically in your physical world a, this is a, a, a good way of doing it Especially if you're not fluent Is to start to notice Everything To sensitize yourself again To stop numbing out We have a tendency when we're numbed out To try to do things the same way every day We wake up at the same time Relatively close We go to the bathroom at the, the same way We go to you know, wash our face We look at ourselves in the mirror We go in the kitchen We drink the same thing We eat the same thing we take out the dog at the same time. And you know, all those things. We get into a very sort of entrenched routine. And that routine also creates an entrenched uh, neural pathways in our brain. So then we have entrenched hormones that sort of secrete as we go through each portion of that time. So let's say you wake up and it's like, oh, God, I hate going to work. So then you have that same thought every day when that alarm goes off. I hate this. I hate this. And then you start to feel anxious immediately because you're, I hate this emotion. Um, and I have to do all these tests to get myself to work mental, and I don't want to get out of bed physical. And then you feel horrible because now you're starting to feel anxious. Your stomach starts to turn. Why? Because your body is secreting emotions to match uh, hormones to match that state. And so now you get that hit of adrenaline and cortisol and stressing stress emotions, and then you start to eat your breakfast with all the secreting stress emotions and. You start to make decisions in your morning, and you start to react. And then you get out of the house finally, and, you know, and if if your energy is off or if it's dirty, like you haven't done your energetic hygiene, then your environment's going to react very interestingly. What you'll see is things like you drop your favorite mug on the floor, and there goes your favorite last bit of, you know, coffee that you had in the house, or you stub your toe, you run into something, or... The dog's leash breaks or, um, you know, just calamities, right? You have these calamities. And then, you know, you could also notice, like, if people start cutting you off on the highway on the way to work or the barista at the Starbucks is sort of snippy or they get your change. Wrong, all of those things are telling you succession. I usually say if you see it three times, then it's a sign. If you're starting to have a succession of this, then that means that your frequency is off because you're at your your world is reflecting back at you with all of these calamities. Now, in contrast to that, when you are in quote flow, which is what we're searching for, right? What, what we really want to master, and you can mechanize flow. You can that can be done. And we're not going to go into all of that today, but it can be done. But if you're just sort of at the mercy, and you're not really managing your frequency, you just don't, you know, you don't have that fluency, or whatever. The way that you can know that you're in the flow is that the opposite happens. You get up, you feel pretty okay, you know, something you thought wasn't going to work out, just miraculously, seemingly miraculously, you know, comes together. Everything flows, you know, there's no traffic when you might expect traffic, baristas extra nice to you, um for me, I always know, you know, because people will give me their compartment space. I've had people come up to and knock on my window when I'm in, like, a parking garage. and say, here's my ticket. I, I paid for seven hours by accident, but I've only been here 30 minutes. still in my spot, it's number 39, all that kind of thing. And you're like, oh, like, people start paying it forward towards you. Then you know that your frequency is up and that your, you know, your your, your world is reflecting at you. I've had so many people, especially, you know, sort of non-believing friends, call me up, to tell me, complain about their day and all these horrible things that have happened. I know, I know I should be thinking of frequency, but, you know, it's just for this time and this moment, this stuff is happening to me and this is happening to me. And then, you know, if my husband isn't doing what I need. He's not being the person I need him to be. And it's all crap. You have to take energetic responsibility for yourself. Carry your own energetic weight. I have been in classes where I can feel when my folks get on the phone, and I'm not even talking because, it's, you know, everybody's muted. I can feel the energy is just super heavy. Um, and I say, okay, everybody, let's take a nice deep breath. Everybody carry your own weight. It's not Mari time to, you know uh, you know, put out the feeding tubes and feed everybody. It's everybody carry your own energetic weight. And they know what that means, and like people lighten up, and I can feel, I can palpably feel that energy. I'm energetically sensitive, but I'm also energetically educated, so I know what that feels like. Right? I know how it feels when I go into a room and it's heavy, and when I go into a room and the frequency is 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 flowing and it's good. So, one of the um, events that we have, we have an annual summit by the sea. here in June in La Jolla, we have, it, I have it at an oceanfront hotel and everybody in my, you know, group, my classes, they fly in and we do all kinds of, it's kind of like Hogwarts, you know, for, um, for three days. It's it's fun. It's my favorite thing to do of all the things that I do in this business. And, um, it's fascinating to watch as we take all these things that people learn online and, you know, through our classes and stuff and, and um with, you know, we have so much technology to take it and put it into tangible experiential um tangible experiences here and one of the things that is 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 really fun is that we go out to the ocean and we do a process called ocean whispering where the tide is out a little bit, and we do energetic work. To speak with the ocean to work with the ocean and it's amazing how within you know 10-15 minutes all of a sudden the ocean's coming up and spraying everybody and reacting and responding and we focus on you know uh, searching for energetic vortexes and what does that mean and and how do we interact with frequency and energy but in a conscious way because what you, when you're learning We have a tendency to separate, okay, that's my 3D self and that's my 5D self. And I hear, especially from very beginner people, say, I just wish I could retire so I could focus all on the energy stuff because um, while I'm working I can only focus on 3D. And that's not true. Your 5D energy intertwines all day long through everything that you're doing. Everything has an energetic Overlay has an energetic engine, if you will. So it's nice when they come here, so I can show you know you kind of take all of your normal everyday world and put it aside, and you can stand on a cliff at the ocean in La Jolla and literally watch the world start responding, watch the ocean responding, then the pelicans start to fly over top, and here comes the whales and the dolphins and all that kind of stuff. And I can say that yeah, we see a fair amount of you know whales and dolphins, but it's interesting when we have a whole group out there doing this energy and then they show up because you know that it's a response and your environment responds to that frequency. And when you get into a group and you have that frequency all kind of going the same direction with the same intention, then, of course, it's going to be magnified and it's going to be more, even more tangible. And that's what we want is to be able to show your 3D mind that it's safe and that this stuff does work. And, in fact, um, you know, as my students get... Uh, more and more fluent, and they're more and more consistent. They start to switch over, and they recognize. In the 3D, and the three D. This is when you know you really are fluent, and when you are officially quote advanced unquote, is when you are faced with something, and the first thing you do, your natural default is, okay, what's the frequency on that? What's my and as opposed to, okay, what am I supposed to do about that? Which is three D. That's the point. And you know, a lot of people say, my I've been on this path for forty years. I've been listening to this and listening to that and doing, you know, listening to this and I got certified in this and that, but they don't use it. So it's really not 40 years of experience. It's one year of experience 40 times, but it's not really 40 years of experience. It's 40 years of exposure. And there's a difference between experience and exposure. And so it's very, very important to recognize that. And the way that you know that you are fluent is when your natural default, without having to think about it, Without having to go look up in a notebook, what did Mari say? Okay, okay, I gotta do this without needing the recipe. It's when you can when you can be faced with something like you know, something that seems kinda of crazy and say, Okay, what's the frequency first? Okay, what where where is my energy around this? How do I consult you know and you consult to your to your energetic self first as your first line of attack and then your energetic self says, "Yes, we have never. I haven't had the flu in my adult life. I, ha- I haven't had the flu. Maybe I've had it, had it once in early 1990s or something, but I certainly haven't had it at all in at least 25 or more years, 30 years. And so, and I have never had a flu shot, and uh, you know, I haven't had a prescription for antibiotics in a few decades, and all of that. And so." And and that's because I manage myself energetically. So, and I just don't do sick. But so when I, you know, when flu season rolls on, I always talk about, I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I don't, I just don't do the flu. How do you not do the flu? Because I energetically just don't accept it. I don't take it on. I don't put energy into it. But I, when we first heard about the coronavirus, there was something in me that was just like, you know, there's something off with this thing. And this was back in, like, November December. I was like, there's something not right. There's something to be concerned. And my guard said, you know what? Uh, yeah, pay attention to this. This is big. This is a bigger thing than this is pay attention to this. And they guided me to, you know, stock up things and to, you know, pay attention to certain things way before they were saying it on the air to do that. And, um, and I started talking to my students about it in our Academy and it's just like, you know, I want you to, you know, pay attention to this. And I always warn them when there are certain things, you know, that I'm getting channeled to me and it's just been tripped, tripwire to tripwire to tripwire and everything that they had, you know, they were, they were telling me about has been coming true. Like to the minute, it's been amazing. Um, about six, six, eight, ten weeks ago, I I got don't eat with the buff. You know, like when you go to Whole Foods, skip the hot bar right now. Just skip the hot bar and but I didn't know we didn't know all of the. You know, this can be on the surface, and this can be for twelve hours and eighty degrees kills it all that. We didn't know any of that stuff that we, we're kind of learning now. But my guy said, you know what, just go easy with that. Don't don't go over there. Don't don't eat that stuff. So I did, and today they get closed all of their buffets starting to realize like there's certain you know the spoons and things like that now um there's all kinds of speculation whatever but they're starting to do these measures that you know my guides were telling us you know weeks and weeks and weeks ago and this is what i'm talking about is that you don't wait when you're energetically fluent you don't wait for the news to dictate that you can watch every politician you can watch every newscast and you can be you know in it but not of it you can be in it as a participating, you know, voter, let's say, but you can also be not of it You're, because you have your 5D abilities where you can be the observer and you can observe and you say, oh, you know what, hmm. this to this to this, no. <laughs> this to this to this, doesn't seem like it should be, but yeah. And you'll be amazed at how you can navigate through with so much less wear and tear. And that, if message I'm going to leave you with today, is we want to reduce the wear and tear. And the way that you reduce the wear and tear, if you want the shortcuts, get the fluency. Because you really can start to, to break your world down into the 3D versus the 5D. And then ultimately, when, when first, you know, of course, if you're coming off the 3D track and you're learning all the 5D stuff, it's going to feel like you're swinging the pendulum to the opposite extreme, right? So you're going to start, everything's 5D, 5D, oh, there's a lot of discovery, there's a lot of, wow, that really does work, oh, wow, oh, wow, you know, oh, that didn't work, what should I do different, all of that. But as you get more advanced, like my girls and my year-long mastermind, they're so advanced. I just was doing private sessions with them the other day, and I was stu- I'm i just amazed. I was just amazed at how integrated they're getting. And that's what you want. Because so they say, you know what, Mari? Um, I saw this on the news, and I decided to go into the Ask My Channel about it, and I channeled about it, and it said this, this, and this. And then I got proof of that in this, this, and this. And then, you know, but before it used to be this lag time where I would get, I'd ask the question, and it'd be, it might be three hours or two days, three days before I get an answer. Now it's like immediately I could see the whole The whole answer, like, bubbling up in front of me, it was amazing. And, I I mean, it was amazing to hear one person say that. But to hear five people say that in a row over a five-hour period is really very, very cool. And so I know for a fact that this transfers. It's not just Mari can do it because she's an expert at this, and I've been doing it for so long. No, it's the way that we're built. And these people, right now I'm focused on leaders because if if leaders learn this, then they can go out and they can – their own practices, not to teach this stuff, but whatever it is their purpose is, and they have connection to their higher self so they can channel their next steps, not just look at other people, you know, because I can tell you right now, if you guys are listening to the show and you have affinity for this kind of work, more than likely, nine times out of ten, you're here to do something that people haven't done before. That's what 5D is about. It's about going into the unknown. And making the unknown knowable enough so that you can make it tangible so you can have a physical, uh, physicalized experience of it in waking consciousness. So there's a lot of businesses that just haven't existed before, and you're going to have to go off and do that. And how do you do that without your ability to channel? Because, like, for me, doing this business, you know, I I, I make a living talking on the phone. And, <laughs> you know, I sit at the beach and do my calls at the beach and, you know, living in it and, you know, have a very nice life. But I developed it. Nobody, who's who's doing it this way? I I was willing to be different. I was willing to go off the beaten path. And that was because, and it wasn't foolhardy or reckless, it was divinely guided. And because I had that fluency to be able to ask that back and forth, so when questions come up, well, how do we do this, and what do we do for that, and what should I price this, and how should I do that, I have that, that energetic input. You know, so I'm not codependent on what that coach said or what that curriculum at that university said. I'm not codependent on who's done what before me and did they, you know, I've had people say, well, nobody's really making money doing that kind of thing, so I would never touch that because, you know, or everybody's making money doing that, so I have to do it too. They use that 3D. There's nothing more debilitating than to base your decisions on what everybody else has done. If you want limitation and you want lack faster than you can say your name, do that. Compare yourself to everybody else and follow the masters and what they're doing. If you have fluency in these abilities, you will be able to discern, be be discerning. And there will be times when you say, yep, the masters are on point. I'm going that direction. And there will be times when you say, oh, hell no, I'm not going that direction. That's not the right direction. And then there's going to be the times you say, this thing is embedded in me as my gift to the world, in me. And I don't know how to get this done, but I have my higher self who can say, okay, go hire that coach or check out this thing on Google or speak to that person or go to that event. And, you'll, and then they put you, it orchestrates with the higher self of other people how to, you know, who you should be in the same room with so you're in the right place at the right time with all the right people. That phrase, I'm in the right place at the right time with all the right people, everything is coming my way, is based on 5D. Who do you think orchestrates all of that? You think it's because you're super smart and you figure, okay, I'm going to go to the networking brunch with all the nurses because I want to be a nurse. If you have all the nurses in the room and there's jobs for all the, you know, Everybody's going for the same thing. It may not be the right thing. Maybe you go into a business meeting and there's nobody to fill the nurse spot. You're, you're a higher self. let go to this business meeting. And you go in there and they like, the one job position we don't have filled is the nursing because nobody in here has anything to do with nursing. And then voila, there's your nursing job. And you're in with all the nurses. You know, it's the blind and the blind, you know, preaching to the same choir. Sometimes your higher self is going to put you in the most, you know, obscure place because it's the opportunity, it's the place of opportunity. But if you're only focused on your logic, that's what you will end up in the logical place, which is often not the right place, right? So as you're going forward with, you know, keeping calm and the crazy, I wanted to bring up that quadrant uh, exercise because I want you to be able to not numb out. I want you to say, okay, be able to identify, is this a mental thing, a physical thing, an emotional thing, or is this an energetic thing? And when you have that, then you know your marching orders. That's when you know, okay, just that, just sort of having that little toothpick uh, will help to calm you down, right? It will help to calm you down, and that's when you can make those decisions. I personally feel that you should... You know, like let's say when it comes to this virus thing, of course you should stock up. Of course, you I'm not saying you're going to get the virus, but you don't know if somebody else is and they out of nowhere quarantine or put confinement orders or whatever in place, and you don't want to be without that. And also, if you're kind of some people being reckless and saying, well, I'm energetic and I, what, what flu, what this, what that, oh, I don't experience it because I don't give it any clearance, but then they're also not stocking up, and so. Then they have anxiety in the middle of the night, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, and I don't have the toilet paper or whatever. So do both. It's okay to do both. Do your stocking up so that you feel a sense of well-being. So you can put this thing aside and just observe it. You did your piece and then you just observe. And then you go back into your frequency-based things, lifting your energy, doing your energetic hygiene, focusing on your own energetic studies. That's Because that's the piece that's missing for everybody, right? That's the fluency. You might be aware of it or have been exposed to it, but exposure and actual wisdom are two very different things. Wisdom comes from doing, and you can't do what you don't know, right? So very, very important. Um, Also, throughout your day, check in with yourself. Don't sink yourself down into the abyss of the television and not check in. Drink a lot of water. Water is a great conductor for for expanding energy and, and whatnot, um, cleansing, clearing. Drink a lot of water. It's good for you physically, but it's also a, a, from a frequency-based perspective, water is extremely high frequency. If you would like personal clarity, if you would like to um, get a frequency assessment with me so I can help you kind of understand where you're at in this process, uh, I invite you to register for a breakthrough call with me. It's a I do a frequency assessment to get you some clarity. It's kind of a diagnostic call, so you can know where you're at with all of this. And if you'd like to do that, I, I offer a one-hour free uh, session with me. It's one-on-one on the phone. You only one per person, please, because I know some people have tried to call me three, four times or tried to talk to me three, four times. It's one per person. Once you have the diagnostic, and then you'll know the direction that you need to take. Um, you can go to www.theahaway.com forward slash apply. You'll pick your time. You fill out a little application, and that really is just a questionnaire so that I can know who I'm getting on the phone with and kind of know where you're at. It cuts us to the chase on a lot, you know, saves us time on the call. And then uh, then we'll, we'll, we'll chat and we'll get going. So um, I highly recommend if you haven't had one of those, I did add um, spots to the schedule this week. Um, And actually for next week as well, so book a call and let me, you know, get in there and help you out, get the diagnostics going and and see where you're at. That's that's the best thing you can do to get kind of clear because it's a big world, the frequency world is a big world, and you might be thinking, you know, you need to study this and you actually need to study that, (laughs) you know, Um, And a lot of times people say, oh, I'm stuck, I'm numb, I'm stressed out. And we need to sort of tease through and see just where the triggers are. And once you know those, just that alone is very, very helpful in in getting your frequency going in the right direction. All right? So that's it for today. We'll see you this time next week, Um, same place, same time. As you're going forward with everything going on, elections and, you know, all of the drama and the fighting and everything going on, just (laughs) recognize it's okay to pull yourself back out of that look at it from the you know fly higher over top of it it will pass we will get on the other side of this take good care of yourself be prudent pay attention just pay attention and if something doesn't smell right then it isn't right period (laughs) trust your knowing okay and we'll see you back here next week so i think if i can remember my motto oh yeah Okay. <laughs> you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in high with high frequency energy, anything is possible. Take care everybody. Have a great rest of your week.